It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sultans of Smoke Cigar Cast. Drew, Mo, Yo, Moo Cow Rich. Bringing the bull. <laughs> Holy cow! It's been a minute. It has. December thirteenth. Yeah. Dang. It's been a few months. Do you think people gave up on us by now? They're like, those guys are not coming back. Most did. Several did not. Well, if you thought we would come back for at least one more episode, you are unfortunately correct. (laughs) (laughs) I get a message every... I don't remember who keeps messaging me, but I get a message on Instagram from somebody all the time. You guys podcasting? You guys need a podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I don't remember who it is currently, but wow, wow, here it is, finally. Yeah. Well, we we so tried to. What, what people a, are probably wondering. Oh, go ahead. We tried to a couple weeks ago, but it just didn't pan out. Um, that's when they started messaging again. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, the whole getting off target thing was was these twins, right? So I think everybody wants to know how fatherhood is treating you, Drew. Big Daddy yep. Drew, how's it going? Mm, mm. Um, pretty good, actually. Uh, they sleep 12 hours a night. <laughs> yep. I'm getting too much sleep. It's a real issue. Um, I hope that stays. <laughs> um, actually, one of them he slept through the night, um, ten to twelve hours, uh, from about a month in, maybe a month and a half in. Um, the other one would get up once to twice a night. Um, I think he does it to mom more. He he doesn't do it to me when she's out of town, but um, I think she'll hear him and just go get him up. <laughs> so he'll get up at like five or six a.m. Um, when it's just me, they sleep through the night. Uh, just fine. <laughs> they rather sleep than deal with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this guy. Yeah. 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 I don't trust this guy. Um. Other than that, they're good. They got sick. Uh. What January? I think we talked a little bit. They had the RSV stuff and. Yeah. About two weeks of that shit, and they uh, breathing treatments, some antibiotics, and they got over it pretty pretty decently, and. We're going on uh, six months this week, but they're good. We got friggin' lucky. We also got unlucky, and we had children. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Yelp review would not recommend. Oh, I mean, you did this to yourself. I agree. I agree. Uh, no, here, here's the deal. Me and my wife have talked about this recently. Uh, we wanted two kids. Uh, twins is super difficult. Definitely would yep. not recommend that. Um, but if we would have just had one, we probably never would have went back for the second one. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> so it's legit. It worked out uh, in its odd way. There you go. They're good though. They really are. It's just it's different, man. Hey, you have kids, and it's a fucking lot. Yep. Someday in the future, when the kids want to listen to your podcast, sorry, kid number two, <laughs> Drew, Drew said he wouldn't have had you. Oh, mom yeah. said that too. So we don't know which one would have been number two anyway. So 
Could have been either oh, fair one. Fair enough. Yeah. Could have been either one. We don't know. Yeah. Dude, just uh, like I, I, I think being older helps, but it also hurts. <laughs> sure. Yeah. More stuck in your ways. Def. Well, and definitely like, man, if I would have done this like twenty years ago, fuck, I would have been terrible. But I'm, <laughs> I'm more, I'm a little more calm. Stuff doesn't bother yeah. me quite as much anymore. And I can, like, there's been a handful of times, like, you got to just step away and let them cry and go, like, collect yourself and then go back and, or, you know, hand them off to somebody and then come back. And, man, a, a younger me, yeah, wouldn't have, wouldn't have been so great. I also know why uh, <laughs> I can see how these people, like, kill themselves and their family. Not saying I would do it. But I can see how it gets to that point. Oh, that escalated. Yeah, I mean, true. <laughs> Just being honest, I see how it happens. Oh, yeah. Drew, do you have postpartum? No, I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Can that? Can that? that can I guess that, you can. It does. It does affect the male version. Yes, it does. There, there is. There is. Uh, yeah, some hormone changes with that, but. No, I'm I, I'm just I can see that I man, dude. We uh, we follow all these twin mom groups, whatever. I don't know what you want to call it. Single moms doing it? Holy fuck! I, yeah, no, I don't know how that works. no, yeah. there's no way. I'm lucky when she's out of town. Like the help that I've got to be able to handle them, and especially oh. like at night early on. There was times I had to get up and feed both of them. They were fucking amazing where I could get one up. Uh, there was one instance early January, probably. Uh, got up at like 3 a.m., fed one, put him back down. The other one was fine. I was able to get him up without again crying, fed him, put him back down, went back to sleep, you know, got up for work the next morning and stuff. But uh, they've been fantastic when I've been alone. <laughs> so, so then just to be clear, the nannies are not sleeping over. Oh, no, no. Okay. All right. Well, we just had to mitigate risk. No. Okay. Good. They come in depending on if she's out of town. If my wife's out of town, they come in around six a.m., which is when I'm getting up for work, and they normally leave by like eight p.m. It's a pretty long day. Well, uh, we normally have two in that time period. Oh, I got you. They switch out. So yeah, we'll we'll do like a morning shift, afternoon shift. Yeah, there were a couple that were like, yeah, I can do long hours. And I was like, no, no, you can't. (laughs) No one can. (laughs) Uh, So, no, we decided early on. And most of them, look, when my wife's in town, the shifts aren't that long um, because she works from home and stuff and can help. But uh, with her traveling again this week, it'll be something like that. We've also had family, I mean, family close. My mom's close. She's come over a couple times when she's traveled. Her mom's come over. Her aunt's come up from Oklahoma City and uh, stayed up here and helped. And God, I don't know how people do it. I don't know how people do one. <laughs> they only got 17 and a half more years before they're adults. Well, it gets better. Yeah. It gets better. I, look, if I can reason with them, even if I have a million questions, I'm good. But it, the crying for no reason. Uh, yeah, you still got some years ahead of you on that one. Yeah. I know. But yeah, the, the crying and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. I, I definitely recognize that it's no fun. Yeah. And two of them, do they set each other off? 
No, they don't. Chain reaction. They'll actually sleep through it and stuff. They're fine. Yeah. We got fucking lucky. For real. They're... It's definitely not a bias thing because I'm not a baby fan. Um, <laughs> we just got lucky. They're good. They're good. We, we've we got uh, five or six babies in the company in the last like six months. So uh, uh, we we definitely got the luckiest. We've got a guy got our Tulsa office. He's still not sleeping through the night. His baby's two months, three months in now. His baby's up like three and four times a night. He comes dragging his ass into work and <laughs> fucking exhausted. And I, I tease him a lot because I come in the same way, but I tease him because I've got too much sleep. <laughs> oh, yeah. Making friends. Yeah. Good stuff. You were going to tell us a story that you wanted to say for the podcast. Oh, about. just uh, stupid people. Um, yeah, just stupid people. So we, uh, this is a nanny slash not a nanny story, but uh, we went to Colorado in December. I think we talked about it on the podcast, didn't we? Because it was after. Maybe we didn't. It was before. Did. When did we podcast? So. The 13th? 13th Okay. December. We left right after that to go uh, to Colorado for a week. We went up there skiing uh, right before Christmas. So right before that, we had kind of interviewed some other nannies. This chick came in, took care of the boys one evening. We were here. Uh, was really good with them. Great. So we were like, okay, well, when we get back from Colorado, we'll, we'll put you on the schedule. And, um, we have a ring doorbell. We have ring cameras all over the house. Um, just to set this up. So we, we had somebody watching one of our other actual nannies, friends slash nannies, um, watching the dog while we were gone. And I don't, well, you guys don't live down here. We had that shitty snow while we were gone. Ice. Down in here in Oklahoma that just shuts down the state, you know, like a yeah. qu- quarter inch of snow. Um, okay. <laughs> so the one nanny, the original dog sitter girl, um, her kids got sick. And she's like, I don't know if I can make it over there. And it's like, okay, we understand. We have a buddy that lives down the street. My wife's brother that lives down the street. And we've got other people we can call. Like, that's fine. We'll, we'll figure things out. We, we got it handled. So we kind of get the buddy and uh, uh, the brother kind of doing stuff. Well, we contact this, this nanny that we had interviewed that we were going to start with the boys um, when we got back and just ask her, it was like, hey, if you're, if you're interested in making some extra money, our, our other sitter can't make it to, to watch the dog. You just have to go over there four times. She's blind and deaf. You have to go over and let her out. And she'll go out and pee, poop, come back in. And then you just have to feed her like once a day. It's fun, like it's it's the easiest job ever. So the girl's like, cool, I can do that. Um, so I think her first time going over was like at dinner. So she goes over and her husband goes with her because the, the snow and stuff's coming in or had just come in. So her husband comes with her. And my wife talks to her while she's there and she feeds the dog and they let the dog out and they kind of talk her through stuff. And she's like, you know, I know the roads are getting bad. Just let us know if you can't make it back. My my brother and we've got a friend down the street that can make it over. Cool. No problem. She leaves. At 3 a.m., we wake up and realize our ring doorbell never went off. So nobody Uh-oh. had been to the house. So at 3 a.m. in Colorado, I'm pulling up our, our camera system and going through the stuff. And I get to 
where she's there feeding the dog and the conversation with my wife, you can hear her, you know, talking and everything. And I get to where they're about to leave and the husband says, this is stupid. I'm not fucking coming back. <laughs> as, they're, uh, as they're walking out the door. Nice. So the next morning, I, I, my buddy was getting up to go hunt that morning. So he was up very early. We were able to message him and he came over and let the dog out, fortunately. Um, and, uh, so the next morning my wife texts her and she's like, Hey, don't worry about coming back over there. We got, you know, we got it situated. We'll pay you when we get back. What, you know? And the girl goes, Oh, did I do something wrong? <laughs> so my wife responds back right away and she goes, look, we have a camera system. We know you didn't go back over there for whatever reason. I, you know, I gave you an out and you didn't take it. And now I've had to watch my dog, you know, suffer all night walking around the house because you didn't tell us you couldn't make it. She's like, oh, I was about to text you. I was headed over there now. Uh, I went last night. Yeah, I went last night and I slid off the road. So I just went home and it was too late uh, to message you. So that's why I didn't. And I was like, like, uh, you're just digging yourself a bigger hole. Like just fucking cut your losses. You're done. And you're not watching our boys. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Yeah, people, we, man. yeah, we had given her out. Like, we had told her. Like, if you can't make it, just tell us. We got other people. So, I mean, all she had to do was, who cares what her husband said, but go, hey, roads are bad. I'm not going to make it. I mean, okay, we'll get somebody else. No problem. But, no, she get, she got to lie. And then she lied about it the next morning. And Well, in the response of, did I do something wrong? You would assume yeah. you should have, like, like at that point you're like, Oh fuck. Right. If your response is, Oh crap, I forgot to message you. Right. Yeah. Then you, maybe you got a chance. It should have been that. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I didn't message you back last night. I was out of there now. <laughs> yeah. No. Right. Something, something yeah. that makes you not look stupid. Yeah. Like, did I do something wrong? You know, damn well you did. Yeah. Anyway. So going forward, most of our, our, our people that come and watch the boys know that we have cameras, but we do tell them all now that it was like, we do have cameras. So. <laughs> yeah. I think uh, it seems most parents that have sitters or whatever uh, have cameras set up. I, I would imagine they should be pretty used to it if they do that stuff regularly. I would think so. And ours aren't like hidden or anything. I mean, right. Uh, right now the boys are all downstairs. Um, we don't have a, we have only a master bedroom in our house downstairs. So we've kept the boys downstairs yeah, pretty redneck for Oklahoma too. Um, in our dining room, um, their cribs are set up in there, but, uh, so the nanny stay downstairs. We do have cameras upstairs too. Um, but I mean, their, their cribs actually have cameras on them. Uh, there's a camera in their room there. There's a camera in the living room where they're at. There's a camera in our room. I mean, there's, <laughs> they're all over the place. They're, there's one as you come in the door, which caught our little liars leaving. But <laughs> but even just when you walk up and you notice there's a ring, right? They're going to know if you've come or not. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Minus, it doesn't even have to be more than that. Yes. Minus the cameras inside. We still know if you came or went. <laughs> I'd say most people probably do by now. Not yeah. everybody. But you should assume most people know if you come to their door now. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, people. How have oh, you guys wow. been? That good, huh? 
That's a big fucking sigh, man. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, was, that's. Now, Drew, do you work <laughs> from home at all? Or no? No, I you don't. Have to go in on. Oh, okay. Yeah. Luckily. Luckily, I don't work from home. <laughs> yeah, or else, yeah. <laughs> Twins would be tough. To, to the office every Hello, day. You didn't really answer that. How are you? Question. Yeah, Mo. How are oh, you? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. What? No, I'm fine. How are the cigars oh, going? I it was just a big sigh, and that was it. What? Oh, yeah. No, I was just digesting that story. Dude, people, I, I just, people are shit. I, I just, uh, yeah, I. There are very few people left in this world that do what they say they're going to do. Pretty incredible. Well, that's why I was reviewing footage yeah. from today. Because of this other girl that watched them today. We caught her in a fucking lie, so she's done as well. But And and yeah. stupid lie. Like, utterly. Like, wh- why? Why would you? There's some medicine I... on the counter. Yeah. And my wife got home. She had to go to the office today. So she ended up leaving this girl for a couple hours. So she gets back. And she's like, hey. After she talked to the girl a little bit, she's like, what? what is this medicine here? And she's like, oh, I don't know. The other girl left that. There's a way in fucking hell that the other girl left it because she's been with us for the last six months. <laughs> what kind of medicine was it? Uh, they're gas drops. Keep them from being gassy. But oh, I thought it was... Okay. No, 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 no. Not, not yeah. even something interesting. No, that... No. Mm-hmm. Good stuff's all locked up in the safe. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was the the, the nanny. Oh, doing medicine. stuff. No, 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 no. No, just their meds. But <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it it's weird to explain. They only need like a tiny little bit. The whole syringe was drawn up and it was like, what the fuck is this? But even my wife didn't even like question that. It was just like, hey, what is this? And she's like, Oh, the last nanny loved that. And I was like, mm, no, she didn't. No, she did not. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Like, An- another case of really simple explanations. They're fine. What? Are you, like, are you, oh, I started to get it out. Yeah. I realized I drew too much. I left it there because I didn't know what to do. Yes. Okay. Okay. That's fine. That's probably what happened. It probably is. But I don't. Why? Why do people have to lie about that? I am. Fuck. When I graduated school, my first job was investigating corporate fraud. And the first lesson that I learned, and I've told you the guys this before and i'll just say it again guys were not caught because auditors were going through their books and stumbled upon this massive fraud they were caught because they couldn't keep the lies straight oh yeah you know what i'm saying so like Mm -hmm. don't lie to begin with just tell the truth and you don't got to worry about it yeah you know and then it's either forgivable or it's not, and everybody moves on. Right. Lying just yeah. gets more lying, and it's just bad. Well, and up to that point with my wife and this girl, my wife was like, okay, she, she's fine. She's not the best or anything, but she's fine. As soon as she lied, it was like, okay, this girl's never coming back. And she actually had her leave early, but... Yeah, you just can't deal with that. What else is she going to lie about? Uh, yeah. Right. Especially when it comes to your kids. Yeah. 
Well, you don't want to think every time you misplace something in your house, you don't want to be looking for it and be like, did she take that? Yeah. Right? Like, people who work in your house, they got to be super trustworthy. Yes. Yep. Well, and a lot of times they're alone. I mean, with the boys. Right. A lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Can't mess around with that. Can't mess with it. Hmm. Cal, well, how, how have you been? Should we do a couple? I've been I've same. Nothing changes. Nothing changes for the cow. Nothing ever changes. Still sit in the same spot in my house to work from home, hang out with the kids, do the same stuff that I always do. Cow, do you miss? And I know you're going to say no. But <laughs> if, if you're being honest, 100%, do you miss going into work at all? Very rarely. But you do Very rarely. Time. The only times would be like if it's loud in my house for one reason or another, right? Really? Or, you know, th- those times when you'd hang out with your friends at work. Yeah. Uh, but that's not, I would never, ever trade that <laughs> for what I got now. No, I can, I can understand that. I love going but to the office. But there's something fun about hanging out with people at work sometimes. I, I, I think there's a sense of accomplishment just in getting up and going to somewhere even that like similar to the gym why home a home gym would never work for me part of part of being productive is getting in the car and going to the gym that makes sense that's why i was always so against peloton's long-term success but that's here nor there (laughs) because i think a lot of people are like that but i i don't know Drew, you're you're more of I like to go in, right? Oh, I love going into the office. Yeah. Absolutely. That way too. You might hope that there's going to be options, too. right? Uh, I think. Look, man, I've we've talked about this. There is no way they're going to let all that commercial property or building just sit empty. No way. I it'll at least be hybrid. There's not going to be fully remote, I think, for much longer. It depends what you're doing, right? So, yes, like, in the software world where I work, yes. right? And everything's in the cloud. That's different. Like, yep. yeah, nobody, there's no need for a physical office. So, people just save money by dropping their leases. Mm-hmm. But if you built a corporate campus, right? Yes, <laughs> you're exactly. not giving that up. Those people yeah. are all going back. You're fucking going back, pal. <laughs> Whether you like it or not. <laughs> Um, yeah, they want. They, they didn't buy it, so you could not go. <laughs> right. Remember those napping rooms? <laughs> yeah, but my my hope is that there's always some option or other for all the different types of work, you know, so people can find something that suits them. Yep, I agree. Because there ain't no one size fits all. Just like there ain't no one size fits all job. No. There isn't. Um, we do, let's see. G Fizzle. Oh, no. Uh, is asking, how long is the next hiatus going to be after this episode? Ooh. Oh. <laughs> tune in to Put the over under is six weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> that sounds about right. Could yeah. be next week. Something. Could so be uh, three of, months yeah. from now. So speaking of over under, 
the proliferation of sports betting on every channel, on the radio, I cannot believe how out of control this stuff has gotten and how easy they've made it and how that part doesn't really surprise me. But just how in your face it is. I mean, there are people sitting in jail today because they fucking used to run illegal sport books or whatever. Stupid shit. And now it's like in your face constantly. And then, of course, at the end, the if you have a gambling problem, please call this number. <laughs> oh, shit. But on every sports telecast now, if you're if I'm just watching a Bulls game or what they talk about the you know over under the this the that, um, the com- the number of commercials during a sporting game or betting, uh, if you listen to sports talk radio, it is nonstop. They have guests that come on and talk about different things to gamble on for the games. It's crazy. Have you got? Well, you guys don't watch a lot of sports. No, you're talking. Yeah, I was gonna say talking to the wrong crowd. To this conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, then it, yeah, it really doesn't make much sense. But it's just amazing to me that like it's that in your face now. Um, like any taboo surrounding gambling or anything like that is like gone. Do you still get in trouble if you're a player who's betting on your own games? Yes. Some guy okay. in the NFL. Well, that's something. Yeah, but you can't do that still. You think it's uh, it's better now or worse? Well, I'm just talking about, I mean, look, man, when you see they literally have teen gambling support groups at this point because they're not only appealing to the degenerate adult, okay? And look, not everyone's a degenerate that gambles. I mean, that would be like everybody that invests in the stock market is a degenerate. No, that's not true. I'm not saying that. But there is something that is extremely addictive about gambling, right? And for the wrong type of personality, it could completely destroy their lives and their families' lives. Mm-hmm. And if you're appealing, <laughs> if they got to have support groups for kids <laughs> and gambling, something's not right. I mean, I don't know. It's crazy. So, no, I would say it's much worse. Gotcha. Mm. There you go. There you go. All right, so here's a question if it's better or worse. Mostly a Mo question, too, because I don't have an opinion, and I don't know if you have an opinion, Drew. Uh, the PCA trade show is moving to March this coming year instead of the summer timeline it's had, July, early July, I think. Yeah. So that puts it up closer to TPE and all that other stuff. Mm-hmm. What effect do you foresee this having on the cigar industry? Um, it's going to cause brands like mine to choose, probably, because 
costs associated with it and all of that, I mean, you got to really start asking yourself if it's worth it to go to both. Well, you really, do you see other. most of the same retailers at both? Um, for the most part, I would say. Um, some that you don't see at PPE, you'll see at PCA. I'm not yeah, a good representative. At that point, necessarily. Yeah. Go ahead, Kyle. Sorry. No, no, it's all you. No, I was going to say, I'm not like going to be the best representation of what makes sense for the majority. But for guys like me, and there, there's a few brands that come to mind, I think there's got to be a choice that has to be made. You know, where it's like, okay, yeah. In a year where one's in the winter, one's in the summer, it makes sense to go to both. Um, but if you're, you know, if you're a big brand, you just go to both and who cares? <laughs> um, or even they'll probably just pick one or the other. I don't know. I'm like Tatawahe, my father, they still don't go to TPE. Right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. It just I seems a little silly to fly out to see the same people twice about a month apart. Again, you know? again, man, for me, like, here's the thing about TPE, too. You'll have a lot more retailers that are smoke shops than you yeah. will at PCA. And who does that benefit? Typically the bigger brands, because smoke shops usually carry brands that sell themselves, right? Because they're a part of the offering. Yeah, they're not like hand-selling boutique cigars. Yeah, yeah, versus curating a humidor geared towards cigar cigar smoking. So, so I think if I had to choose one, the, the answer is pretty easy in my position. Um, if it works out that it makes sense to go to both, then we'll take a look at that. But as of now, it doesn't, especially after this last TPE. That was horrible, no, no matter what so anybody tries to tell you. <clears throat> for everybody or for you? Well, it was only good for me because of the anniversary. So from that perspective, it was fantastic. Okay. But outside of that, no, it was fucking garbage. And, <laughs> and dude, when people are willing to be honest, no one's going no to say that to you, though. No one's going to sure. go out and talk. And I mean, sure, there were a couple brands that probably did fantastic. I'm not disputing that, but by and large, I don't know how you walk away from that show and be like, yeah, that was really good. Interesting. Interesting. So you said the anniversary sales were good. When's that beast coming out? So what are you unleashing it? <laughs> yeah. I, I would say first week of April, it'll get shipped, start getting shipped to retailers. I was going to originally do it at the end of this week, but um, we just want to make sure that it's a little bit more ready than it than it was a few weeks ago. You just want to fuck with everybody. No, I really wish that were the case. It's not. <laughs> it really isn't. Trust me. I, I want to get it out and I want to whatever, but it's got not be quite big enough now. to troll yet. What do you mean? Oh like yeah, the no. company is big enough uh, you can troll everybody yeah. and fuck around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. We're a long ways from that. <laughs> next next year. <laughs> yeah, maybe next, next year. Anniversary two. 
Yeah. Remix. But no, I just want to make sure that you know, to the best extent possible, that you're putting your best foot. So is that going to be released at like six years then? Is that right? No, technically six years will still be May. So almost. It'll six be within years. The five, yeah, it'll be within a five-year window. That was always okay. the original goal. <laughs> All right. So whether it's five years, 364 fucking days, it's still. It's still five, five years. years. <laughs> Before six. All right. Yep. So when are we going to see the next anniversary? Hopefully you're 10. You're 10. Okay. Now, we'll say this. There is going to be, there will be a core line extension soon, probably within the next year and a half. For me, that's soon, because <laughs> of how long shit takes, but um, call within the next year. And then there, there's also this other project that I'm working on that won't be limited, it'll be ongoing, but it will start in smaller quantities. That makes sense. Give any more hints about these things, or is that the extent of it? Oh, the uh, the next core line edition will be a Nicaraguan Puro. Nice. I think that's a logical place, though. Makes sense. Yeah. Very cool. As of right now, that's a Nicaraguan broadleaf wrapper. I'm sure you made some people real sad right now by saying all those things. Now they have to think <laughs> about it for a year and a half. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm sure. I mean, it could be sooner, but dude, it just depends. I mean, we're going through this weird economic time. Um, you want to be really smart with just your cash outlays. And, you know, you got to ask yourself, does it make sense to come out with something? Or are you just eating at your own current customer, right? Yeah, it's always right. sort of been your thing too, is to take it take it slow and get it right. Yeah, bro. You have to. So the ladies like Mo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I wish. <laughs> but uh <laughs> try to take it slow and get it right, at least. Yeah. <laughs> That's where that's at. There you go. There it is. What else did we see? I saw something else interesting in the uh, world of cigar here's a fast. Here's a fast cigar topic for you. Uh, all the TAA cigars, the limited editions, are being introduced right now for mm -hmm. this year do yep. either of you give any fucks about that at all no not particularly unfortunately yeah same all right um, that was all i had for that topic i was just curious <laughs> i had honestly dude like i'm trying to think about it i don't even know if i have any customers that are taa shops i have to seriously think about that um but one thing I did see, and I thought of Drew when I saw this, yeah. uh, was that new TAA cutter with the uh, 
with the Native American uh, logo on it. I thought that yeah. was really, really cool. Yeah. Cool cutter. Yeah, it looks really cool. And I'm not a huge accessory guy, but it. I can't lie. You you might be awesome. you might be now. I. You're badass. <laughs> yeah. It's called the Tobacconist X12. Yeah, yeah, exclusive. I haven't even seen it. Oh, XI2. Sorry. I guess I need to check it out. That's a Zycar style, right? Uh, yeah, I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, their, their usual style. Yeah. yeah. And which I like those a lot. Always have. But other than that, no, Kyle, to answer your question. No, I, I haven't cared for a while. The, the Tatawahe TAAs are good. Mm -hmm. Aside from that, I have a hard time caring. I and mean, even theirs, like, they make so many good cigars that I don't care that much, you know? Oh, Tat? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, dude, Coop did a story what the TAA needs to do to create excitement in its exclusive cigar series. So obviously there's other people wondering story? the same thing. I don't know. I didn't read it yet, but I remember <laughs> seeing it. Um, they need to do something. Cause I, I can't imagine people are seeking out the shops. Right, and they're like, "Oh, that's a TAA shop. I need to go shop there so I can get my exclusives." That's what you want them to say. In a, in a perfect world, yeah, but they don't. Yeah, nobody's saying that. Right. Right. I don't. I mean, you're doing it wrong. And and here's a question for you guys too. This is actually more of a question for you. What really goes into your decision on where to buy your cigars? Because I know both of you for the most, not, not a hundred percent. And I know that, but I know that both of you guys and, and maybe drew a little bit more. So have moved to a lot more online purchasing, right? Would you, would that be a fair, fair assessment? Uh, for me? Mm, no, nah. I mean, yeah, it did for a bit. We haven't talked lately, but uh, no, okay. I, I go to the, God, yeah, some 50-50, let's call it. Maybe less. I still go to shops. Okay. But that's, historically, you were like 90-10. Oh, yeah. Shop to online. Okay. Yeah. Kyle, it, where would you say yeah. you're at? And it's not that bad. It's probably 70-30 still shop. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. I mean, I've probably been 80-90% to online for a long time. Okay. But that's that's due to where you're at too. I mean True. My, and I, I also I drive I don't by really a, just pop over to the shop to have a cigar either. Right. That's yeah. when I would usually buy stuff. But like since since kids <laughs> that time drops, you know. Well, that's why I like my commute to work. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I drive by a, a a really good shop on my way home. And there's another really good one close to my office. So yeah, that'll be that kind of determines where I end up going. And then, 
there's a really really good restaurant you could smoke in here that has cigars. Um, so we go there some. But sounds nice. So and they have some decent stuff sometimes. Otherwise, I'll just take my own, and they don't. I mean, they don't care. But Drew, are you still on your massive Cuban kick? Um, what's the last thing I smoked? Well, yeah, probably. I think the last thing I smoked was a Monty or a Partagas. <laughs> I mean, so I've, I, I, I've bought cigar. I still haven't smoked those that I posted. Those are Daniel Marshalls. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? Still have not. Well, I'm saving the one you sent me for us to smoke together. So whenever that is. That uh, might be um, the first one I get to smoke. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I don't know if you guys saw that article on Half Wheel about Cuba having the smallest crop, I think. It might be ever, actually. In quite some time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's interesting, man, like, I don't know how high prices are going to get on some of those Cuban cigars, but it's going to be parabolic. <laughs> They're just going to crank it up until people stop paying, right? Cause yeah, I mean, pretty much. There's people all over the world that are willing mm-hmm. to pay stupid prices, so why wouldn't yeah. you sell slightly fewer cigars that weigh the fuck more money? Yeah. That's just, why, why wouldn't you do that? I mean, if you're selling, I don't know. If you're selling, and I can't tell with some of these stories that I've heard if it's just secondary market manipulation or, but I also know some shops worldwide that are significantly bumping their prices as well. But I mean, even let's just say sticker, okay? You're Cuba, you're selling a Cohiba Robusto for 30 bucks that probably costs you about a dollar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy. Great deal. Good for yeah. them. No kidding. They've done their marketing, right? Oh, yeah. They have their quality product. Now, now it's going to suffer no, until don't. people don't realize that, yeah. that it's, it's bad. Yeah. And I'm not, man, I'm not paying that kind of money for stuff. Yeah. I mean... I haven't bought any in a long time. I mean, the last cigars I bought were, uh, I think I bought a box of patina actually a couple months ago, and then I bought those Marshalls. And uh, I bought some at shops. I've been, man, wish we had more time. I've circled back around to the uh, number nines and T52s. Oh, really? Yeah. Full no circle. shit. Yeah. Been doing quite a bit of those. Really? Yeah. No, okay, just what brought that on? <laughs> um, I had a buddy that kind of started them, and then we went out to eat and stuff to that place, and they actually had them, and I was like, fuck it, I'll get one. Well, sales week, we got to hang out quite a bit, and I actually got to some, have some cigars, and we were at a shop, and I was like, I, I actually had an old one with me, so I was like, fuck it, I'm firing this one up. And mm-hmm. yeah, I've been smoking quite a few of those. What are those retailing for these days? Man, uh, just a decent size, probably 14, 15 bucks, 16 maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah 14 to 16. Sounds right. Quality, though, every time. I mean, never had an issue. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, God, these days, that's worth something. Yeah. 
it is. And they're they're consistently good cigars. Can't can't bash them. No. I think. Well, hate to say the kids, but it's just the time. Kids are yes the cause, but I want something that I know is good every time. So I'm not trying new stuff really either these days. And even like that with the Daniel Marshall. Granted, I want. If I get interrupted or something, if I go somewhere and I can sit down for two hours, sure, I can smoke whatever. Yeah. But uh, if I'm having a cigar here or whatever and watching the boys and whatnot, like I'm just smoking something in case I got to put it out. <laughs> right, sure. If I don't get sure. to finish it, it's not a $200 cigar or whatever. Right. <laughs> Can't have Drew going postal. Oh, no. <clears throat> yeah. And then I've smoked a lot of uh, smaller cigars on the way to work or the way home. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck yeah, great! Do a do a little early morning class of jujitsu and then drive to work with a cigar. Uh, oh, that's got to be awesome! It's great, man. It's a rough life. <laughs> rough life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cows. There's a lot to be said for a little cigar. Yeah. yeah. They don't sell though. At least not mine. Other brands, maybe. I think you need a you need a in between size. What would that be? I don't know. Because Corona Gordas don't do that great either. No. Is that that like precipitation and Corona Gorda are online sizes? Ah, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those don't really. Too much in shop. What is your what's your precipitation size? What's that actually? Four by fifty. Four by fifty. Yeah, I mean that. Yeah. Which I don't know. I know I'll do like a four and a half by fifty two ish small. Mm -hmm. I mean I don't know, or four to by fifty two. But yeah, four four by fifty is good. I was thinking it was small. I haven't had shop, one of those in a while. I'm usually not smoking a short one. No, definitely not. Right. At home. Definitely yep. not. Yeah, that's a that's a quick driving smoker. Mm-hmm. There's some shit I got to take care of outside. You watch the boys for a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, Cal, you guys have had some really interesting cigars come across the blind review lately. We've had some, yeah, yeah. Um, I noticed that all of you gave that Valkyrie a box, except I think Ted. Yep. Um, what what's up with that cigar? I was I was fascinated to see that. Where are those cigars made? I don't know. I didn't look at it yet. I I went to their website. Really couldn't find out. Um, much. But I did not say in the review. Usually, up. Dave puts that in the review. I don't think it said. It might not have disclosed that, you know. And what yeah. can you do? People that they're not disclosing things. Yeah, I just, I actually, you know what? Speaking of for the Maduro, I've just started telling everybody. I didn't at the time because we didn't know what was going on with the FDA. Um, but yeah, just. In case anybody didn't figure it out, that's a Mexican San Andreas wrapper on the <laughs> Wouldn't have made the anniversary Connecticut Broadleaf if the regular Coraline Maduro was Connecticut Broadleaf. 
I, I would I was thinking people would probably pick up on that. You know what they say about it. Did story. they mostly? Yeah, I think so. But you know, like even on like the the price list, when I send it to retailers or give it to whatever, it says it's Mexican San Andreas for the wrapper. Mm. But that was in case you know things changed and then there was more availability and the prices weren't as bad. So I wanted to keep that flexible. But I look at the anniversary as more of what the core line Maduro would have been had I waited and just done it Connecticut broadly. That makes sense. Fair enough. So that was kind of the motivation behind it. But very limited. Because those prices are not coming down. <laughs> yeah, I don't see where they're made. I see that written anywhere. Yeah, but I've seen though I've seen that kind of pop up at different boutique centric shops. Um you know, we've seen our boy Vlad come out with his stuff. Very exciting. Yeah. Yep, I grabbed the box of each of his things, but haven't smoked them yet. Yep. Um, you know, man, there are definitely... I would say that Cavalier is probably taking that step closer to being like Tatawahe and Illusioni at this point. They're sure um, pushing it. Yeah, for sure. I think... Um, they've done a great job, but... Uh, yeah, it's kind of interesting. It's an interesting time. I'm just curious. Oh, we we uh we haven't podcasted since Alec Bradley got bought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Four million or seventy-four million or whatever. It was like that was. Seventy something, yeah. Seventy something million dollars. Yeah, that ain't bad. No. <laughs> Good for them. I think at this point know. it's just a question of who's next. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Who's next? Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, you know, for for anybody listening to this, like, if you want choices, you want to continue to have choices and people that are out there doing different stuff and, you know, being creative and trying different things and all of that. I can tell you what to buy, but you might want to support those guys. Or else everything's going to stay the same. Yeah. I'm hopeful that, that hopeful that one of the things it does is it actually sparks some of these companies, so some some cigar companies do a fantastic job. Other cigar companies, you know, way less so. Right. I'm hoping it kind of pushes some people to be like, "There's a financial incentive if I can actually get this thing to the right spot." You know. So hopefully, it it gets people interested in, in taking that next leap. Yeah, um, I mean, there's about seventy million reasons to <laughs> throw it. Um, I look at it more like 
I look at it more like this. If you can build your brand to a certain point, that's basically your retirement. Yeah. Instead of like your 401k or whatever. Sure. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't age out of the cigar business. <laughs> if that makes sense. Right. I don't know. Um, right. I mean, so their company was already making like 25 million in revenue a year. So it's not like they were fucking hurting. Right. Right. Yeah. No, they were doing good. But I mean, I think, I think what made them so attractive was that the majority of their sales were already through CI. So you cut that mark. Yeah. And I mean, that's profit. Yep. Yep. Everybody wins. Yeah. As long as they don't change all the cigars on the consumers. That's going to be the interesting thing. Yeah, I will say this, man. Alec Bradley, probably over the last two years, really started to appeal to, I think, a different segment that they had kind of lost for a long time. That's because they got the kids uh, involved. Right. Because, I mean, when I was working retail, nobody was talking about Alec Bradley. I mean, no. Yeah. God, no. You know what I mean? Like, and so you started to see, like, this shift that – you know, they were they were getting some real buzz, you know. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. See. Drew, I think we went way over the time you allotted. Yeah, sorry, man. You're good. <laughs> we had to get it in for the next uh five weeks. We don't <laughs> want the betters to uh we yeah. gotta wash, so if I, like, we'll, we'll do it exactly on the sixth week. Ah, uh, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> so nobody wins. House wins. <laughs> way to do it. Yeah. All right. Well, who knows? Who knows when? Yeah. <laughs> who knows? We'll keep up with you guys. We'll keep up with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You guys have a good one. Cool. See you guys. See you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks.